Hello and welcome back to Premier League Predictions, the show which does what it says on the tin. We're here to predict all the games from game week 9 of the 23-24 Premier League season. And it's good to have football back, isn't it? International break is over, Premier League football is back. Are you excited, Harry? I am very excited. I mean, internationals always, they always throw out a few few fun fireworks, but it's not as good as the Premier League. No, I mean, it's not. We've got a very good weekend of football. The international break was boring, but the Premier League is back now. We'll get started then with the 12th day kickoff on the Saturday. It's a Merseyside derby, Liverpool hosting Everton. Liverpool right up there at the top sharp end of the table. They got robbed a few weeks ago against Tottenham. Other than that, their season's been fairly standard. It's Liverpool mm. beating the teams you'd expect them to beat. They're losing to teams you'd expect them to lose. So they've got City in a couple of weeks' time, which will be their first big test, I'd say. I, yeah. I feel that the, the Tottenham game, we didn't really get a true idea of how good Liverpool are. I don't think they've played anyone else, have they? Did they oh, they played Chelsea on the opening yeah. day of the season, and that was quite a tight one as well. So, City will be really interesting in a couple of weeks' time. This should be routine, though. But could it be otherwise? Who knows? Everton, based on expected performance, would be in European spots right now, but based on actual performance, are close to the relegation zone. Can they start to confirm, or, well, could move those expected performance and make it actual performance? Who knows? But, should be a good one, Harry. How do you see it um, panning out? I think this should be a foregone conclusion. I'm going to go 3-0 to the home side. Pretty comfortable win with goals from Salah, Nunes, and we'll go for Dominic Shabodinai. Yeah, fair enough. I think Liverpool are very, very strong. It would be very unwise to bet against them. Yeah. I'm going to go slightly more modest with a 2-0 win for Liverpool. Still, I think they'll have it comfortable. I don't really see Everton challenging. It, I think they'll have chances, but ultimately they don't score enough. And I think eventually, Jordan Pickford, while he can make a lot of saves, he can't save everything. Yeah. So I'll go for a Salah goal. And you know what? I'm going to go Costas Simakas. Yeah, it's better yeah. to start with Andrew Robertson out injured and I'm backing him to score. Level 2, Everton nil. Up next, we have Bournemouth versus Wolves, the first of our three o'clock kickoffs. Two sides who have had very slow starts to the campaign, I think it's fair to say. The Garrow Neil derby, as nobody has called it. Bournemouth have started slow because... Well, they've got a load of young players, a young manager in Anthony Iriola, and it's not really clicking yet. They've had some really poor results. We thought from the opening day of the season, you know what? They may be able to be quite competitive, but they were very good against West Ham in that opening game week. Since then, though, not a lot of substance to their performances, and it feels like they are possibly going to get relegated. So there's a lot to think about for Bournemouth. This is a big chance to get three points, though, against a Wolves side who have been fairly lacklustre again. We thought they looked all right in opening game weeks. They were quite hard done by in that United game because they easily could have had a penalty when Onana tried to imitate a cannonball. So, yeah, both sides have done okay, but they're struggling at the bottom at the moment and they need points desperately. This is a crucial game. Who's he coming away with the big, big three points? Yeah, I mean, both sides need three points, but I think they'll have to settle for one each. Ooh. I, I look at this game this week, it's going to be the one that normally is paying attention to and it's going to be a pretty dull one. I'll go for Bournemouth to open early with a Dom Solanke goal and then I'll go for a Pedro Neto penalty in the last yeah. few minutes of the game to level up for Wolves. Yeah, fair enough. I think Bournemouth could come back from this break with a bang. They're one of the sides with the fewest international players in the Premier League. So potentially Anthony Riolas used that international break to install some, some new ideas into his players and I think they'll come back rejuvenated. And I think it's going to be a comfortable victory. I'm going to go 3-1 Bournemouth. I think wow. Neto will score for Wolves. He's about all good that going forward that Wolves have at the moment. But I think Bournemouth will reply with a goal through Dom Solanke, a goal through Dango Uatara. I believe he's fit. 
if not, that's a terrible prediction. Yeah. And I will go for Philip Billing. Yeah. He's still there, isn't he? Fair enough. 3 1 Bournemouth. I think they just look the better side out of these two. And as I say, without international football, potentially just looking a little fresher than the Wolves players. Up next is Brentford versus Burnley. We've got Brentford who have started this season very slowly by their standards. And, well, last time out against Manchester United, they were 1-0 up and conceded to Scott yeah. McTominay double in the last few moments. And that really sunk their ship. Burnley, a, a very difficult start to the campaign for Burnley, but a win in their, in their game against Luton only two weeks ago. That will give them confidence. Could they take that into this game against Brentford? Or will Brentford see that actually the performance against United was right and if they do that stuff again they'll get another win or yeah. they'll get points Brentford were really weird because they put up good performances against Tottenham and United but then got absolutely torn apart by Everton so it's really but I, I think they'll get the points across the line here Burnley haven't had a great start to the season either I'll go 2-0 to the Bees with a goal from Vissa and a goal from Vitaly Janot ooh fair good enough good I can't really put my finger on what it is for Brentford. It feels like they can't kill off games. And yeah. potentially that plays into the fact they've not got Ivan Tony since they can't get the goals to to beat, put themselves in winning positions. But I think that they just, they, they've looked defensively, they, they've put a lot of players in defence. They've got a Buemo playing as a wing back at the moment. And yet they don't look defensively solid. <laughs> so why have they changed shape? I do not understand it. I'm, I'm sure... Thomas yeah. Frank will have some sort of explanation. Whether that will come good or not against Burnley, I'm not sure, but I think it's going to be more misery for Brentford in this game. I'm going to go for a 2-0 away victory for Burnley and a crucial three points for company side who start the season very slowly. I will say, Kolyosho, with what yeah. I believe is his first Premier League goal, was he scored? First Premier League goal then, and I will say Zeki Amdouni looked really dangerous yeah. in that Luton Town match and, and against Chelsea indeed as well. So I think he'll get a goal here. And a big away win for Burnley. Up next, Manchester City versus Brighton. I think a lot of people would claim this is one of the most exciting games of the weekend. However, in the UK, we cannot watch it. City obviously are the favourites for the title this season, but they did falter last time out against Arsenal and actually now haven't won in their last three competitive matches because they've lost to Arsenal, Newcastle and Wolves. So a tough run for the citizens and it doesn't get easier with Brighton up this weekend. Brighton, they've been very up and down this season. Some weeks they're losing 5-0 to Aston Villa and others they're beating some of the top sides in the league. So it really could go either way here. Could you see Brighton pulling off an upset or will City be back to winning ways with Rodri back in the side? I think either way this game is going to have goals, goals and more goals. Ooh. I'm going to go for another draw though. Um, Loving a draw this morning. Yeah, yeah this City. is more. City have been very convincing and Brighton are very up and down, so that equals a draw in my books. I'll go 2 2. It'll be City goals from Alvarez and Rodri back in the side, so still no goal from Ireland. And then it'll be Brighton goals from Evan Ferguson and. Ooh, who play, who's going to score? Who's going to score? It's going to be. Stupinian. Oh, fair enough. Someone's uh, definitely not captain Harlem this week then in FPL. I think this is going to be an away win. And I know that's going against convention. I know that's going against the grain a little. But I really fancy Brighton in this game. I yeah. think City have looked fairly lacklustre in recent weeks. And even with the return of Rodri, I think Brighton have got enough to, to just tip the scales in their favour. I'm going to go 3-1 Brighton. A big win for the Seagulls. Yeah, I will say it will be goals from Jao Pedro and Zufati, his first for the club. 
and then I will go for Pascal Gross in a th for those three. And I think City will get a consolation through. I want to go someone really rogue, Matteo Kovacic. Why not? Yeah. No one's got him in FPL. I say Matteo Kovacic. Up next, it's Newcastle versus Crystal Palace. Newcastle, they've had an electric start to this campaign. They find themselves in the top four, which, to be fair, well, around that top four area, which, yeah. to be fair, is sort of where you expect to find them. I think they're sixth right now, but they definitely could have done better so far. I think a lot of their performance, or the best performance, has come in Europe, actually. A big win over PSG not too long ago. But they have looked good at times this season. They did tear apart Sheffield United and Crystal Palace. Well, they're going to have to defend very well if they want any chance in this game. Palace, though, however, they're not slouches. This Palace side are very, very good at football. And actually, if anyone's going to stop Eddie Howe, could it be Roy Hodgson? I'd argue potentially. What do you think is going to happen I mean, in this yeah, game? Roy must have some magic dust or something because whenever he turns to the Premier League, he always chucks in a few surprises. Newcastle, obviously a lot of, you know, in the news a lot with the whole Canali business. Um, oh, we expect he won't play? Yes. You would presume? Missing? Probably not, because they've got Sean bloody long stuff. <laughs> and I think they will get the three points, and he will score. I'll go 2-0 to the tune with goals from Sean Longstaff and the second one from Alex Isak. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I think Newcastle are winning this, yeah. even without the pound lamb Perlo, Sandro Tonali. I still think they've, uh, they're a very strong team, and I think it'll be a 3-1 victory with a hat-trick from Alexander Isak, just to punish all of us who don't have him in FPL, and then I will go for an Ebrichietze goal for Crystal Palace. He is fit, right? Yeah. I always struggle to keep up with who's fit yeah. in the Premier League, especially with the mid-table sides yeah. that... Nobody really pays attention to half the season. Up next, we have two sides who sort of fight relegation. In, in well, yeah, they definitely do. It's Nottingham Forest versus Luton Town. I'm definitely not negating, by the way, that Luton are fighting for relegation. Just Nottingham Forest. They would have hoped they wouldn't be in the position yeah. they are at right now. Both sides need points, though. It is at the city ground. Does that you know? Does that carry favour for Nottingham Forest or? Could Luton pull off a bit of a bit of an upset away? I mean, I, I think Forest on their day are a really good football side. They've got some yeah. really good talents. I think Luton, you know, they put in a really strong performance against Tottenham before the international. It's a spirited performance, yeah. but not really getting anything out of the game. And that's a shame, it, isn't it? I think if we have a close one here, I'll go one nil to the home side. It's going to be a tie a one-year goal very late on to break the Luton hearts. But I think it'll be another performance that Rob Edwards can be very happy with. Yeah, I think this is a must-win game for both sides, and I think Luton will win that game. I think yeah. there's definitely been some really positive signs in recent weeks for Luton. We they should have beaten Burnley, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Everton was a big win, but Tottenham, could they have got something out of that game, especially given the fact they had a man advantage? I'd argue so. Elijah Adebayo should have scored. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong, Tottenham should have scored about eight in the first yeah. ten minutes, but Luton had a very good chance of getting something from that game and didn't in the end. That is a problem, but I think here against Nottingham Forest, where it's going to matter who wants it more, I think Rob Edwards' men will go out and fight for him on the pitch, and I think it will be a 2-1 away victory for Luton Town. Yeah. I will say Nottingham Forest... No, actually, I'll go Luton Town to open the scoring. It will yeah. be through Ross Barkley, his first Ooh. goal back in the Premier League. Then Nottingham Forest will level it up through... Morgan Gibbs-White, I yeah. think he's their, probably their best player by far. And then Luton Turn will get a penalty later on. Carlson Marsh will convert it and a big win for the Hatters. 
Up next, it's Chelsea versus Arsenal. We are live for this on Saturday. Do not miss it. It's going to be a cracker as Chelsea fans pretty shit in the bed for that one. Yeah. But it should be a good game nonetheless. Arsenal, a very, very good side. We'll be live for it, hopefully. Chelsea can get the win, though. Of course, if you are a neutral or an Arsenal fan, then please do tune in as well. We'll, we'll provide unbiased and neutral commentary, so get involved with that stream. On to Saturday night, then, and we've got Sheffield United versus Manchester United. The battle of the United, arguably Sheffield, are more the United than Manchester right now. Maybe there should be Manchester divided. Don't know if it's got the same ring to it. But Sheffield United... They start the season really poorly. They are on two points, no, one point at the moment. It's it's yeah. not great for them, to be honest. They need points quickly. Is a game at home to Manchester United the time to do it? Possibly. I think this is the best Man United side, yeah. or the worst Man United side, I should say, that they're going to play all season. So they've got a chance there. United, this is the perfect platform to build some form from. Sheffield United are not very good. I don't think you need an opter and an analysis. God, why is that such a difficult analyst to tell yeah. you that? United, they are the favourites, but do you think they'll win? I mean, 8 o'clock on a Saturday, obviously a bit of an unusual kick-off time. Don't you have an 8 God, o'clock on a Saturday? God, what is this prediction about to be? No, I think it's actually pretty disappointing. You know, most okay. people won't put it on because I think it'll be a foregone conclusion. I'm probably pissed by the and, Yeah, and I think the, the hardcore football fans that are putting it on after the, the London derby beforehand, they be pretty good. It'd be a dull game, and it'd be decided by Wes Fodderingham own goal. Oh God! It's gonna like be a shot that hits the bar and then hits him on the back because he's dived for it. It's gonna be something really lucky for Manchester United, and it's gonna be a really pointless game. I'm following a similar sentiment. If I'm being yeah. honest, I'm gonna go Sheffield United one, Manchester United two. I'm thinking back to when Sheffield United lost two one to Man City. Yeah, and it was really a disappointing collapse there. I think Sheffield United will open the scoring through Gus Hamer, probably their brightest spark yeah. from an otherwise dismal campaign. Then I think United will have two late goals, both in extra time, and I will say, well, added time. I will say Marcus Rashford, fresh off a goal for England. Yeah. And I will say Facundo Pellistri to write his name yeah, really yeah. into into the Manchester United fan songbooks. And I think he'll get a big, big late goal to get him three points. Up next, on to the Sunday then, and it is the sole game on the Sunday. Not very super Sunday, a very boring Sunday. It's Aston Villa versus West Ham. Both sides have Europe this season, but uh, both sides don't have that until Thursday. So you can understand why it's on the Sunday. Villa, they've been the most unpredictable side yeah. ever. They've like been getting battered by Legia and battering Brighton. Who knows what's going to happen in this game? West Ham, they play the most anti-football out there. Can they combat Emery's fun attacking play with Brexit ball? Guess we'll find out. Harry, what do you think? I think we're close, but I think Villa will get, just get away with it at the end. West Ham's open the scoring, though. It'll be a 2-1 scoreline, and the first goal will be from James Ward-Prowse from a free kick. It's going about 20, I'll say 27 yards. What, what a bold prediction. Yeah, 27 yard free kick. But Villa will take their time to get into the game, but come into the second half and it'll be an Ollie Watkins goal, followed up by a John McGinn goal. Fair enough. We'll get Villa the three points across the line. I really can't call this game, but I do think West Ham will keep the good times rolling. I'll go 1 0 West Ham. I don't think there's going to be anything too, too special, but I could see a decent goal. I think it will be. I'm mostly expecting a goal from a corner here. Will Prowse whipping it in Aguad? I think it'll be a corner cleared away. And who's that sat on the edge? Who is it? I don't know. It's your prediction. Vladimir Soufal. Ah. Bloody belts one top corner. 
1-0 win for West Ham. I think that'll come relatively late on. Yeah. Bit of limbs in the away end, because that's enough. what we love to see. I'm thinking, like, actually, I'm going to go really late on. 89th minute, Ooh. limbs in the away end. They're having to hold back the West Ham ultras. Yeah. And they're uh, going mental. Vladimir Sufal goal. That's <laughs> on to the Monday then, and we've got, well, an interesting London derby. Not quite as fascinating as one on Saturday. However, could still be a very good game. It's Tottenham hosting Fulham. Tottenham have been arguably the best side in the Premier League this season and the most fun to watch. They currently sit top of the standings and they'll be keen to try and stay there for as long as possible. And they've got the best game of the top, I'd argue the easiest game of the top four this weekend. Yeah. So they should be set keeping at that number one spot. Fulham, definitely not top of the league. Um, they are pretty poor. Pretty poor, yeah. I think they're missing Mitrovic they're a lot. Oh, there's no less to score for them. Yeah. Poor. It says a lot that Leno's made the most saves yeah. in the league, and yet they're still down near the bottom. Yeah. He just has to make a lot of saves because they concede a lot of shots, and I think it's going to be a big victory for Tottenham. Here. But I've got to ask for your one first, because if not, that'll be breaking the format, Harry. Uh, what are you going for? I'm going to go slim 1 0 margin to Tottenham. I think it will be a Hunmin Son wonder strike, and Leno's going to get, he'll make, I think Leno will make nine saves. Oh, I like it. I like it. Big big FPL points, really, yeah. for a player conceding a couple of goals. Yeah, you love to see it. I will go Tottenham 5, Fulham 0. I think this Tottenham side are really, really good at football, yeah. and I think they're due a big victory. They should have scored yeah. a hatful against Luton. They didn't. I think they will against Fulham, though, because their defensive organisation is not quite as good as Fulham's. Yeah. Uh, quite good as Luton's. I will go for Son, Son, Richarlison. I'll say Hoybier, but he doesn't really play. Sar. Oh, oh, Hoybier might play actually because Basuma's injured. I'll go Hoybier. Yeah. A lot of fans, not a huge fan of him, especially with Basuma in form, but I think he'll get a goal here. Uh, yeah. Silence the ha- haters. That's everything for this yeah. week. My voice is fading, but. Sorry. Very exciting game of a weekend of football. Hopefully, my voice is back for Chelsea versus Arsenal. Should be a good one. Join us live on stream. That's everything for today. Thank you guys very, very much for watching or listening. And we'll see you next time. See ya.